I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. relational. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Relational. What are we yeah. talking about today? I think today we're going to talk about manipulation. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, many things. <laughs> okay, let's get started then. <laughs> so the first one that I really like that we, as we talked about this was, are you the doer or are you the receiver yeah. of manipulation? And to really check in with yourself, like we all do it a little bit from time to time. We try to get our own way in some yeah. way. There's some way that you manipulate to get something you want. And many of us have been the victim of manipulation. We don't always know. We don't always know that it's happening in the moment. But later we can go, oh, wait, they totally manipulated me to get what they wanted in that instance. Mm -hmm. And so it's first of all, it's just bringing an awareness to your own behavior and your own way of being in the world, are you typically the doer or are you typically the receiver of the manipulation? Because all of us have some experience of both. Yeah, and, and the thing here too is, you know, not all forms of manipulation are like necessarily terrible and awful and makes you a horrible person. Like we, we do, we have our ways of sort of sneak snocking about things to get what we want like we we do have little there might be an expression you make or some sort of like the way you say something i do that with my mom um <laughs> um to like to, con to convince someone it's it there's a sense of like you're trying to convince someone to do something so there's is a sense of persuasion there um but um which you know it's a form of manipulation but um the the thing though is that there is like persuasion, persuasion, but then there's also straight up manipulation of like making someone feel like what they're thinking isn't true or making them completely sort of change who they are because you, you, you want them to be different. And there's, there's, there's less persuasive ways that are leaning towards the, um, you're, you're trying to control someone else's behavior and by manipulating them. In, into a box. Yeah, I think there's the difference for me in persuasion and manipulation is going to be related to in persuasion, I'm trying to show you the way that I think is correct and yes. the way and what I want you to do. This right? is the way. This is the way. <laughs> and in manipulation, I am um, playing with your emotions yeah. to try to get something I want. Yeah. I'm trying to make you feel guilty or I'm trying to make you think something that's not true, or I'm trying to make you doubt your reality. Yeah, you're twisting, you're twisting something inside someone yeah. to get what you want. Yeah. Now, persuasion can sometimes look like, so Sarah, do you want to hike or play pickleball today? And so it's an yeah. assumption <laughs> that we're going to do one or the other. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, especially during the pandemic times, we've really worked hard with each other mm -hmm. to try to get out a little bit more and, and to be more active. And so, um, I will accept if she doesn't want to, but I will attempt to persuade her to make a choice of one or the other. 
Now, manipulation would look more like, you know, you look like you've been putting on that quarantine 20. Um, and, um, yep. and I just wonder if, uh, how you're feeling in your body. Are you feeling good? Do you, do you really feel like you're okay with all the sedentary way you've been? God, that's awful. Yeah, <laughs> such a terrible way of being like, hi, why don't you come and exercise with me? Because it's going to feel good and you'll make yourself feel better and work yeah. out some of your emotions. Be like, I mean, you look terrible. You should like do something about that. Well, and what we found is the more we're doing it together, the easier it is to say, hey, yeah, let's go play pickleball. Or let's go on a hike today. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Um, we haven't hit the rainy season yet. We're close. And we, we know that that's the time when it's going to be a little bit harder to figure out that stuff. But I digress. Because um, we're we really like, manipulation's a big deal for us. Neither of us want to feel like we're being manipulated. And we don't want to feel like we are manipulating someone else. Um, I remember I used to manipulate situations in a way, in my imagination. Um, and I think I talked about this in another episode where... I would try to anticipate everything and um, I would manipulate myself because it's not just about manipulating others or being yeah. manipulated. You can manipulate yourself in ways that are not healthy. You know, rather than just being present to what is, I was always trying to anticipate. And to me, that's what manipulation is about. You, you want to influence the outcome in a way that you are so desperate for, you're willing to do whatever it takes mm -hmm. yeah. to, to change the outcome, to change the other person. Yeah, you want one specific thing or several things, and so you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna mold the person in any way that you can to make sure that thing happens that you really want. Yeah. Um, and it's usually the thing you're trying to make happen is usually about you. It's really not about the other person. No. You're trying to make yourself feel differently than you feel right now, and you think you're gonna feel differently if you can get that person to do something. People do that in dating. They try to get somebody to like them. People do that with their kids. They try to get them to behave. Um, people do that in their friendships. They try to get them to spend more time with them or be more understanding or whatever. Rather than be just straight up communicative about it, people play games yeah. you know, to get what they want. And um, so, you know, when if you're the person doing a lot of manipulating in your life, you know, one of the things we look at is like, where, what's your fear there? What's your fear of accepting what is mm -hmm. and accepting what's being given or clearly communicating what you want? Yeah, like coming at it with a deep sense of fear. Like that's pretty much what, what will cause a, uh, the manipula manipulation. <laughs> Sorry. Um, a deep sense of fear is, is what's going to cause the manipulation. And it's going to influence like how you come at things because of the fact that there's some sort of fear that's going that's driving that behavior. So you don't whatever that fear to happen is, and maybe you're not totally aware of what the fear is, but you know that you're you're you, you might be desperate to never be alone. And so you play other people to basically constantly be around you. Like whenever they try and pull back, you guilt trip them or shame them for like not spending time with you or something because you can't be alone with yourself. And so you always have to have other people or you're afraid of people leaving. And so you're trying to get them to stay. 
Um, and it can be also maybe the sense of fear is that you're, you're not loved or no one loves you. So you try and desperately get people to love you. Um, so there's, there's, there's some sort of anchoring fear that's causing that behavior. Um, and usually it's not something you're quite aware of because to work on that, you have to be able to like admit to yourself what your fear is. And a lot of people don't want to admit to themselves what they really fear most. Um, it's difficult. That's also scary. It's like the fear in and of itself is scary to admit to. So, um, it's. But it's important if you notice that you're trying to um, twist people to do things for you, to keep them around you, to make them stay um, and not allow them to be with other people. That's the other thing. If you if you're also not allowing the people in your life to also spend time with other people in your life, then that's something to look at as well. Like why? Like how? what attention are you needing? Like, oh, why, why are you needing all of their attention? So it's important to look at that kind of behavior because a manipulated relationship is not a healthy relationship, nor is it a stable relationship, nor is it a partnership or equal in any way, shape or form. Um, it's because you're controlling someone else is what that ultimately comes down to. You're, you're playing a mind game. Yeah, I think here we want to move into that whole concept we've been talking about, about control versus accepting or allowing. Yeah. So we, before we were recording the episode today, we were just bouncing around different things of where, you know, we feel like people have tried to control uh, either of us in our mm -hmm. lives or we've tried to do that. Or, you know, where do you accept that someone wants something different than you and you don't have to change it? Yeah. You know, and where if you're feeling like you want to control someone's behavior, you want them to be a certain way, you want them to act a certain way, mm -hmm. you want them to speak a certain way. What's going on there for you? And um, we, we were talking about some specific examples. So let's say you're you're a parent and your teenager wants to go to a party that there is no way you want your child to go to. And so you can try to control their behavior or you can have a conversation about what's important about the party. Are there any ways that they could go that would feel safe to you and, and um, okay? Um, are you accepting that your child wants to go to this party or are you just shutting them down um, and controlling their, their desire? Because the desire is there. And one way or another, they're gonna act out if you don't give them a chance to talk through what it is that they are really wanting. And also for you to express your own opinion of why you don't want them to go to the party. Uh, there, there's, there's often like a, a disconnect of sometimes, especially in like a parent child relationship where you are responsible for taking care of someone else's needs, a small beings needs, um, <laughs> not always small. Um, but, uh, in, in that kind of situation, like, you know, sometimes parents don't always feel like they need to explain themselves. And I think that actually is something that will pit your child. You're, you're pitting your own child against yourself by doing that um, because you're not able to express like your own point of view of, okay, I know you, I know I get your point of view. Like they've explained why they want to go, but also explain why you don't want them to go. Like maybe there's some past experience that you've had at a party that was not so great and really terrible and traumatizing or something. And you're like, I don't want that to happen to you, but you've never told your child about that. So they have no idea what your fear is based on or why you don't want them to go in the first place. So by 
communicating, oh, what a concept. Um, <laughs> but by communicating effectively, you're also, you're allowing a dialogue to open and a discussion to happen, not necessarily an order, like an ordering around situation. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that happens is um, people get pitted in power struggles and yeah. um, your, your decision about what you do reflects on me somehow. It means that you don't love me. It means that you don't respect me. It means you don't honor my wishes, whatever it is. We make up meaning. We're meaning-making machines. So we make up a meaning about whatever these things are. We were talking about um, being in a, in a relationship where every Friday night, your, your guy goes and hangs out with his guy friends. Great. Until that Friday night is your anniversary. And your guy is saying, yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with the boys on Saturday, Friday night, and we'll just do our anniversary another time. And you're like, wait, what? You know, you're not gonna have a different kind of experience, you know, so maybe I'll sulk. Um, maybe I will uh, punish you in some way. Um, I, you know, the things I, I, I've heard other women doing and, and ways that they behave are kind of alarming to me. And um, if you look at the relationship, whatever the issue was that had your guy saying he was going to go out and party with the boys on that Friday happened long before your anniversary. And to really look at that and to accept what your, your, your guy is getting out of all of those uh, Friday night gatherings with friends and to be able to articulate what you would like to be different mm -hmm. and not to assume, you know, maybe your guy just assumes that the day is not so important uh, when you're going to celebrate this. And maybe for you, it's super important and you, um, you are just stunned at the, the idea that he wouldn't see it that way. Yeah, my, my first reaction was, wow, what an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the reality is, like, if I haven't communicated that yeah. the actual day is important, because um, I've been in relationships where, I, you know, birthdays have always been really important to me and I figured they'd want to spend my birthday with me, only to find out, no, they, <laughs> birthdays were not a big deal for them. And they didn't, they didn't know that that's what I wanted. Yeah, it all, it really always comes down to communication. Like, no matter which way you look at it, it comes down to whether or not you've actually communicated about what it is that you want, what it is that you expect, and whether or not, so if you haven't communicated that, then the person isn't going to know. And so they're gonna re um, act based on what they want. And so, and what they believe, and it could be, you know, they don't really think the day is important. So they're gonna go do what they want, and then they're gonna do something else, like, oh, let's let's plan this for another time, so we can like be fully focused on that. But if they don't communicate that either, then it's just a whole hullabaloo of miscommunication. Yeah, and it's interesting because sometimes people will um, put a solution together that's really for them and not for you. Um, yep. You know, so they will uh, try to make it feel like it's in your best interest for them to be doing what they're doing. And you're like, well, wait, 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 wait. I wanted this. I expressed that I wanted this. You totally discarded that. And now you're trying to make it sound like it's something that I should want. Um, and I'm telling you clearly, I really want to spend that evening with you. Or mm -hmm. I really don't want you to go to that party. Or, or I would really like to spend more time together in, in our friendship. Yeah. Um, and so... I can try to control situations. I can make people feel guilty. I can um, manipulate and uh, get my friends to tell their their men to not be available that night. I can do all kinds of things. Yeah. I've heard a bazillion stories of people doing stuff like this. 
this is not my thing. I don't do that uh, in my friendships. Um, or I can just have a really clear, uh, heartfelt communication about accepting that they really want to do this and that this is important to me and how, what kind of solution can we come up with together that's gonna work so we both feel really good about a new solution. It's yeah. not about me winning, I get you for the evening because I'm probably not gonna have a lot of fun with you if you're feeling like you didn't want to be there. Yeah. Um, and if I'm stuck with a sullen teenager at home who doesn't feel heard and doesn't feel cared about and loved, then uh, I, that's not great either. You know, so what is it that, where is that place between control and acceptance and, and communication is the pathway yeah. so that I don't feel like I'm trying to get what I want. Because getting trying to get what you want from somebody else tells me that you're not fully resourced inside of yourself. And so you're yeah. always trying to get your needs met by someone else, uh, by manipulating someone else. And I've heard people say things like, I just don't want her to work so hard, so I want her to move in with me. I'm like, but she doesn't want to move in with you. I know, but but she could retire now if she would move in with me. But she doesn't want to move in with you. Yeah, I'm just looking out for her best interest. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. No, that's not. like clearly all about you and your stuff. That's got nothing to do with the other person. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to do with the other person. But people do that all the time. It's under the guise of looking out for the other person. But really, they're looking out for themselves. They they, they are, are so in need of controlling the relationship that you have to live together now. You have to do these things in this way in order uh, for them to feel secure and for them to feel like they're uh, okay in the relationship. Yeah. Because they're not okay in themselves. Yeah, that, that's and, and that's the thing what that also <coughs> comes down to. Like the fear uh, that drives the manipulation um, uh, and twisting the relationships to get what you want out of them and what you want out of people is also because you're not getting that in yourself. You're, you, you've like either ignored whatever is going on inside of you, um, or you just continually denied it and don't want to deal with it. Whatever it is, there's, you're, you're not, you haven't spent the time in, in to focus on yourself to, um, create the the resource that you need the the to refill your uh reservoir because a lot of the times when you're dealing with sort of a person who is mani uh, manipulation or you're doing the manipulation it's likely because your reservoir has holes in it so every time you try to refill it it just trickles out and you keep trying to refill it with things and it's not working because you're trying to take external factors only and shoving it in there to try and get it to work um, so that you feel good in yourself. But that's not how that works. Yes, you want other external factors to add to your reservoir, but you also need to be able to refill your own reservoir. So you gotta patch that stuff up. You know, use duct tape, whatever it is that you gotta do to like <laughs> fix those holes so that you don't feel like you're constantly empty. You wanna be able to have a reservoir that will hold the energy that you need so that you can feel good within yourself. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, you know, think talk about self-love as hokey or it's self-involved or it's selfish or whatever. But I'm telling you, if you don't love and care for yourself, no amount of anything you ever manipulate out of anybody else is going to make you feel good. Nothing mm -hmm. is ever going to make you feel good. And there will always be a constant hole you're trying to fill. And 
for you to expect that someone else can fill that hole forever is totally unrealistic. And um, you have to do the work. You have to do the work to fill you up from inside so that everything else is a bonus. Everything else is joy. Everything else is connection. Even when it's hard, even when the conversations are hard, mm -hmm. it's such a joy to be able to have that intimacy and that deep connection that you care about somebody enough to want to have that connection. So um, I, I really encourage you to look at the places in your life where you're trying to control other people to get some need for you filled up or whether where you're being controlled by someone else for their needs to be filled up. And <clears throat> it, it's the, one of the most important things I think you can look at is, is where you participate in it, where you're the doer and where you're the receiver. Mm -hmm. The other thing we wanted to talk about a little bit is gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you don't know what gaslighting is, gaslighting is a form of manipulation where um, the person manipulates you into believing, to thinking that whatever you are thinking isn't true. Like whatever you're doing isn't necessarily true anymore. So for example, um, like let's say whenever you get home, you leave your keys on like your entry there, there's like a table or like some sort of um, thing that you leave in your like foyer or whatever. Every day you set your keys there when you get home. Suddenly you come home one day and your keys aren't there anymore. And you go looking for them everywhere and you find them like in the kitchen or something like that. And then more and more often, your keys are not where you are leaving them. And then you start to question, well, did I leave my keys on the table or am I leaving them in the kitchen now? So it's, it's there, that kind of manipulation is trying to change your thinking and what you believe to be true into something that works for them. And so, and it could be like whatever reaction you have, they're telling you that it's, oh, not because of anything that they did, but it's because of something else. Like, I was told it was because of Teenage Rebellion, for example. Like, the, my acting out in our relationship was, oh, it's just like a good old case of Teenage Rebellion. Nothing to do with anything else. Like, uh, okay. Came home to her, and then I started talking about it, and she, would, she just gave me this look, and I was like, it happened again! <laughs> um, so, well, and, and it's telling somebody what they feel. Yeah. And, and so that's what, what, what happened is like she was expressing how she felt yeah. and she was told by this other person, oh no, you don't feel that because of that. That's not what's going on. This yeah. is what's going on. It's, it's changing oh, your perception. Yeah. And so then, then you go, oh, that makes sense. And, and when she came home, I, I said, well, is that how you feel? And that's when she looked at me and was like, oh no. Yeah. No, that isn't what I feel. But what I felt, what I was feeling got totally discounted. And, um, and so it's, it's, you know, the keys thing is, is kind of extreme. Um, and it, it does happen. And that's scary to me that people live in relationships where stuff like that happens. And yeah. yet I know that they do. Yeah. But the really common thing is for people to, um, to play with your emotions and yeah. convince you, you feel something that isn't what you feel. In part, and what I've noticed, um, because there are other people in my life that have also experienced forms of gaslighting, what it that says to me too is that the the form of the gaslighting is happens, and I completely oh my god I completely lost my train of thought no. <laughs>
okay, um, talking about, it was, it was definitely about, it was, it was about gaslighting and how people, when they, they're gaslighting someone else. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. We're back on track. She's returned. <laughs> um, the gaslighting will usually often occur, um, from what I've experienced with people who don't want to take any responsibility for any of their actions. Like, don't want to be accountable, held accountable at all. So they manipulate the other person to basically not be upset with them and blame it on something else. And so that way they can continue to do whatever the hell it is that they're doing that's causing this other person to be upset. And the other person can't do anything about it because they keep manipulating them and gaslighting them, telling them what to feel and blaming it on something else so that they don't have to take personal responsibility for it. And in its extreme, it's extremely abusive. Yes, and, it's emotional. Um, it's emotionally abusive. Yeah, and uh, even to some forms of physical abuse, um, are um, the other person is told that it's your fault. You made me mad. I wouldn't have hit you if you hadn't made me mad. Yeah. And so that that's a gaslighting thing in and of itself. I mean, because mm -hmm. abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, it's never okay. And if it's happening to you, I, you know, I urge you to get um, help for that. It um, and if you're doing it, I urge you to get help for that. Um, you know, what we have to look at in relationships, all of our relationships are what are the ways we can come together at a place where each of us are whole beings and we don't need to manipulate people. We don't need to gaslight people because we're not trying to get something from somebody else. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you look at a lot of the way politics work in the world and, and the way um, power structures work in the world, everything's about getting something from somebody else and, and yeah. making sure that you're number one. And um, a lot of structures need to change. And a lot of, of, um, of uh, ways of being are, 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 are crumbling in our world. And so, you know, the, the thing for us to do as individuals, ordinary people living extraordinary lives, is for us to really look at how we're holding ourselves, how we are taking responsibility for our own experiences, yep. where and we're trying and our actions, yeah. where we're trying to get something from somebody else and, and how to step back from that and say, oh wait, I'm trying to get something from that person. What am I trying to get from them and why? Yeah. Okay, I don't feel loved this week, so I'm gonna try to get someone to tell me they love me this week. Now the reality is, you can just say, hey, I need a hug or I need to, you to tell me why you love me. Um, yeah, Because I'm feeling kind of down today. And it's yeah. like, it, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. No, and, um, I, absolutely not. And and anyone who tells you like, oh, you're not allowed to ask for that kind of stuff. That's being selfish or whatever. It's like, um, it, in 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 the sense that if you're not feeling great and you could really use some extra love and support, hell no, that ain't a bad thing. Some of us, sometimes we just need that. We need an extra. We need some extra TLC. You know. Um, but, and the thing to look at is, um, where you're manipulating mm -hmm. is if you're doing that all the time because you're not filling yourself up. That, if you're yeah. constantly having someone else have to reassure you and tell you you're wonderful, tell you you're beautiful, um, all of that. If you're constantly looking for that reassurance, that's yeah. manipulation. Yes. And that's not healthy. It's, you want to look at it from the perspective of, are you doing something constantly or are you like doing something on occasion so if you're having like if you're having bad days on occasion you're asking for a little extra tlc like okay whatever 
that's normal. We all go through ups and downs. That's part of being human and living on this planet. That's just like the human experience. But if it's something where you're like constantly feeling bad and always asking for things from other people, then you have to look at, okay, well, what am I not doing for myself then? And am I in a relationship where I never get my needs met? Is, is, am I in a relationship yeah. where um, no, no matter what I do, that person's never going to be there in that way? And um, is that the right relationship for me, for me right now? Is that whether it's a friendship or um, a relationship with an adult relative, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's like, uh, what, what am I um, tolerating in this relationship and why? And if you're walking on eggshells all the time in that relationship, if you are um, constantly trying to get reassured because you don't really know if they love you, you don't really know if they care about you, you kind of look at what, why you're there yeah. and what is going on for you. Yeah. Because that person may not have the capacity to give you any more than they give, um, but that might not be what you bargained for in that friendship or that relationship. You know, you might, you might want and need more. And it, yeah. it's okay to know that you don't take any actions about it. Just the first step is just that awareness. Yep. And that's what we really encourage you to do is, is to just create an awareness of where you are um, being the doer or the receiver of manipulation. Mm -hmm. If you are either one of those, where's the fear that you're allowing yourself to be manipulated in that way or to manipulate somebody else in that way? And then control versus acceptance or, or allowance is like, where am I trying to, to make you do certain things mm -hmm. so that I feel a certain way? If I can make you behave in a certain way, then I will feel a certain way. Versus I feel fine the way I am. I would prefer yeah. spending time with you. I would prefer that we do these things uh, and I'm willing to have a conversation. Yeah. And then finally, just going back to gaslighting, you know, really pay attention People do this to employees. People do this to coworkers. Yep. Um, people do this uh, in friend groups. Yep. Uh, it, it happens everywhere. Parents um, will do this to their children. Yeah. Like it happens in any relationship anywhere. Um, the sense of someone trying to tell you what you're feeling, and so they don't have to take responsibility for their own actions. Yeah. So I just want to end with, and and you can tell me anything else you want to end with too, or, or tell them. Um, uh, just to look at um, some uh, some increased self-awareness, some increased self-love, and to not judge anything that's happening. Uh, unless it's abuse, then you need to get out you know, or you need to stop it. You need to figure out how to get help, right? But anything else, any feeling you have, anything that's coming up for you is okay. It's with the actions you take that are something you have to look at. Yeah. So you might be really angry but you're not going to go and hit that person, right? Um, you might be feeling really sad, um, but you're not going to just go lay in a puddle forever. Um, you might lay in a puddle for 15 minutes or an hour, um, but allow yourself to have whatever the feelings are yeah. and check in with yourself about where you're manipulating somebody else or where you're allowing yourself to get manipulated. Yeah. But it's really the, it's the self-love thing that we, we're going to come back to over and over and over again that if we can help you get to the point where you realize it's it's you having to fill you up and everything else is a bonus, um, yeah. then I think you'll be much happier and you'll have way better relationships. And the thing is, self-love is a constant journey. 
Yeah. It's not like you're going to read a couple of books, watch a couple of stuff, and then boom, you love yourself. Like, no. That, and that, it's, it's a constant journey of learning to love yourself. Like, I'm still learning to love all bits and pieces of myself. It's, it's a lifetime process. Um, so as long as you are working on it, that's the key difference. Yeah is that you're working on it and you realize like, oh, I need to be gentler with myself. I need to pay attention to myself more. I need to be more aware of my feelings um, and how other people make me feel. Like that's the difference. And that's gonna change your relationships um, versus just like, like you can accept all of who you are, but you cannot, you may not love all of who you are though. And that's why I say it's, it's a process because the first, the first part is just like accepting who you are first and just, you know, like, okay, this is, this is what I'm working with here. I can do something with this <laughs> kind yeah. of deal. Yeah. And then moving on from there. So it, it's not gonna, it's not an instant thing. Um, it's, it's, it's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's a great journey. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's funny because what struck me when you were saying that was sometimes I get to a place where I just feel this incredible connection with source and this expansiveness and, and like, I love myself. I really love myself. And I think, oh, that's going to happen forever. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> life happens. You know? Exactly. So, you know, a, a client changes their working relationship with you. And you're like, oh. Yeah, something doesn't go well in, in, in uh, the family or work or mm -hmm. there's a pandemic. Um, you know, and, and so it's, you get to a point where that, that gets chipped away a little bit. And you just have to build it back up again. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that's what we have for you today. Just pay attention. Listen up to what's going on in your head. Pay attention to whose voice it is. Maybe it's the voice of a relative that was always mean to you. And it's not really your voice. Um, mm -hmm. Pay attention to where the manipulation is happening in your life. I guarantee you something's happening somewhere. Because somebody's always trying to get something. Um, and I, like, I don't have a lot of people in my life at this point where we're trying to get something from me. But I'm always aware of where it happens. Where I'm in a sales situation. And it has gone beyond persuasion to manipulation. Just pay attention. Yeah. And um, until we meet again, we love you. Mwah.